Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman. Now, you might feel that national pride is at a low ebb in the UK right now, but it's not a new thing. Back in March 2008, Prime Minister Gordon Brown was trying to get us all feeling better about our nation. But let's face it, that is just not a very British thing to do. Here's Bugle Issue 21, entitled Swearing at the Queen, with me and John Oliver. Top story this week, and be proud to be British. Go on, try harder. (laughs) Even if you're not, at least try it, you might like it. (laughs) Prime Minister Gordon Brown suggested this week a new holiday celebrating Britishness and on top of that, encouraging schoolchildren to swear allegiance to the country every morning to combat a perceived slide in national pride. There is no national pride in Britain anymore, Andy. But for good reason. We've lost everything. <laughs> we are the shell-shocked man walking away from the casino at five in the morning, rehearsing what he's going to tell his wife. <laughs> <laughs> we collectively have lost our shirt. There's nothing left. I'm sure this Pledge of Allegiance will achieve that far more effectively than such outdated and unproven methods as an adequate all-round education and specifically the proper teaching of history. Lord Goldsmith, the former Attorney General who, uh, who was in charge of this report, said, yeah, I reckon what this country's errant youth needs is some half assed bullshit like this. That will get them on the straight and narrow. So well done, everyone involved. Lord Goldsmith said he favoured swearing allegiance to the Queen every morning, but would also accept maybe a pledge to Britain in general. Now, there's no way people are going to do that, but there may be a compromise here, and that is swearing at the Queen every morning. <laughs> you really might get school children interested in that, turning every morning to face a portrait of the Queen on the wall and unleashing a volley of swearing. We'd be good at it. It would be fun, it would engender a sense of community, and it would be an energetic piece of punctuation to start the day. Besides, it's also basically taking the Magna Carta to its natural conclusion. (laughs) Turn to face the Queen. You f***! Lord Goldsmith's report emphasised the need to strengthen British cultural identity, and this comes at a time 
when British cultural identity is under threat as never before from such factors as aggressive alcohol promotion. Uh, there will be a ceremony in which all British teenagers will have to put on the football shirts of their respective country, sing abusive songs about World War II, and urinate into fountains, thus communing with generations of British hooligans before them. <laughs> Head teachers have led criticism of this whole idea, labelling the proposals half-baked. And there's some echo of national pride right there, <laughs> because that is the last bastion of Britishness, sneering at things. <laughs> that will be the last thing to go. The day that we can't scoff at other nations, we've arranged that France will put a pillow over our face and hold it there until the twitching stops. <laughs> if their wrists are strong enough, that is. It's like the fact that we mock Americans for whooping and cheering at things. We now ridicule the very concept of enthusiasm. <laughs> that is how cynical we've become as a nation. We find positivity laughable. Yeah, in fact, the Shadow Justice Secretary Nick Herbert uh, described these silly suggestions as profoundly un-British. Perfect. Uh, this is as far as we're prepared to go, John. A bit of bunting once a year. That's it. <laughs> That's as, that's as British as we're going to allow ourselves to be. He's absolutely right, though. National pride is un-British. The only time we can collectively justify facing a flag and listening to the national anthem is when we've just won an Olympic bronze medal in the <laughs> women's two-person dinghy. It's difficult to know what the government intends in the celebration of Britishness, because part of what it means to be British is not being sure of what it means to be British. And that goes back centuries. And I think the immigrants who are going to be made to make these pledges might see the irony in pledging allegiance to a nation that was largely responsible for destabilising the place they've just run away from. I'm sure they will pledge that allegiance with a wry grin on their face. It doesn't help either that we have a terrible national anthem. God Save the Queen is an uninspiring musical dirge. It is virtually made to be sung sarcastically. <laughs> if they really want us to be proud British citizens, as they claim they do, they're going to have to sit the Queen down and politely tell her that her song isn't going to be default number one anymore. And I have a suggestion, Andy. Yakety Sax, the Benny Hill music, <laughs> Andy. That way we wouldn't have to sing it, we just have to run around at top speed for a minute or, or so, chasing a woman in a bikini. It would help both national pride and national fitness. <laughs> Come up with a better idea. I think, John, were that to be implemented, particularly at major sporting events, Britain would be basically undefeatable, <laughs> merely by distracting its opposition by doing a Benny Hill dance before kick-off. <laughs> it's kind of like the British hacker in many ways. I think God Save the Queen as a song is responsible for the laissez-faire attitude that has made this nation so complacent, particularly about the Queen and her need to be saved. We now just let the Queen indulge her lifelong hobby of extreme sports and yeah. also jumping her 1953 BSA Golden Flash motorcycle over a pile of chambermaids. Um, there have been hints that the National Anthem will be updated, uh, it is, as John said, Britain's greatest embarrassment, particularly the unknown verses that no-one really knows about, which uh, include verses about killing Scottish people, which, for the British National Anthem, is slightly touchy subject. Uh, also verses about what you should do if you find an injured bird in your garden, how to kill a bear with a standard kitchen fork, and what to do if you think your wife is having an affair with Napoleon. These are all a bit outdated now. But that's you know, all we see is the first verse, by which time everyone has just keeled over and died of boredom. You say it's outdated, Andy, but let me tell you this. You take out that verse, next week, you're tempting fate, Napoleon will be banging your wife. <laughs> uh, another thing that's a bit of a problem, though, is, as I said, what it means to be British. Because I think to English people, uh, what Britishness means is being English. And Correct. to the Welsh, the Scots and the Northern Irish, what Britishness means is being English. So that's right. no one really fully understands what it means. It's being English, Andy. Right. So we're all English. We're all English. Oh, well, that's basically. a relief. That's a relief. Yeah. I know our Scottish producer, Tom, uh, he's flicking me a big V sign as we speak. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, the good English V. <laughs> yeah. Proud to wield it. Why don't you do a Scottish gesture? Yeah? All right, he's giving me the Glasgow kiss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we're so proud of our nation that the 300th anniversary of the Act of Union, which basically formed the United Kingdom as it is today, was celebrated with a stamp and a small exhibition. That is how proud we are of our nation. Thank you for listening. If you fancy something totally non-newsy, why not try The Bugle's collaboration with fictitious fiction writer Dancy Lagarde, now on pre-sale. Go to thebuglepodcast.com to order a copy of The Publishing Phenomenon of the Third Millennium. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>